Between the Beat Podcast is the podcast for beautypreneurs all around the world. I'm your host, Terry Watson, and I'll be sharing the ins and outs of my journey as a multifaceted makeup artist. This is a space for candid conversations, laughs, and to elevate in all aspects of life. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy. Three, two, one. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Between the Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Terry Watson, and I have recorded this for the second time now. Um, <laughs> and listen, I'm actually glad that it started that way. You know, I'm, I'm going to show some gratitude because I think that it adds to whatever I'm about to be talking about today. Well, what I'm going to be talking about today, which is the things that I learned in 2022. You're going to want to put this episode on full blast because I know that all of the things that I mentioned, or at least most of them or some of them, whatever, you know, you're going to want to take into 2023 with you. So let's get started. I'm going to list off the things that I want to talk about and then we're going to, I'm going to explain. Okay. So number one, responding to things. Number two, grace, because I'm good for it. Number three, eat the ugly toad first. Number four, get help, reach out, ask. Number five, talk about your plans. Okay. So those are the things that I learned in 2022. Now it's time for me to explain, child, because when I tell you that I really did fight for my life in 2022, I do mean that. That's not a joke. I really did fight to be here, to be at December 15th. I was punching my way through every single month. Um... Even the months that went by super fast, like October did not see her purse down. And I was like, oh, okay, friend, you're not going to sit down. And she said no, right? So, yeah, you know, even the, even the fast months, the slow months, oh, my goodness gracious. But, you know, we made it. You know, shout out to all my people who be making it out of the year um, because we really worked hard. And even if you didn't work hard, friend, that's okay. That's okay. Um, I love you. Hearts, hearts to the sky, right? All of that thing. Anyways, so I hope y'all are doing good. I know I haven't released a podcast episode in, in wait, since September. Yeah, spring, summer. <laughs> and uh, this is She Bought Sheree reference, by the way. And with that, I understand. You know, it's been a while. When I tell you, like I said, October was crazy. November, crazy. September, crazy. Um... And all of that just kind of flows into everything I'm going to be talking about today. So number one, like I said, was responding to things. Now, responding, I kind of of try to explain this in the best way possible. So I um, became interested in a concept called human design. Human design has it to where they tell you like what type you are based off of mannerisms, characteristics, that kind of thing. It's like Zodiac or like a personality test to the 19th millionth power. Super intense. Um, I've actually created a quiz similar to like personality tests in that way, but uh, human design is crazy. Okay. So I'm a manifesting generator and I understand human design somewhat, but I wanted to take a course that would help me understand it fully. So, um, or at least just for business. So I actually found a course by Phoebe Kun. I think that's her name. I know her name is Phoebe. And I want to think that I got her last name right, but I'm not sure. We'll update you. And it's called Human Design for Business. 
So basically, she teaches you how to operate in your type and how your energy works within your business and just how to operate better. Um, so one of the things that is a traditional trait of a manifesting generator is being able to act fast on any idea, um, anybody that's talking to you, like any anything. You're just like, oh, I can do that. You know, I'm, I'm good at that because I can do it because I'm a generator. Literally, think about it as like what the words actually are, manifesting generator, right? And that uh, that name is actually just a subtype of a generator. So um, the manifesting part just means like ideas, all, all of that kind of stuff. You guys, I highly recommend you look into it. So with that, like I said, acting fast is a natural trait. However, it does not always work in our favor. And it's really important to slow down. And that is a thing that I had to learn this year, child, Lord Jesus. Um, and I, I think I've talked about this in previous episodes of the podcast. It's just like I, my ability to get shit done is like no other. And I thought that that was like everybody's thing. Um, and it is a lot of people's thing, but it's not everybody's thing. Like, you know, I tell my friends like, oh, yeah, I built a website out in um, three days on Wix. And they're just like, whoa, you are smoking that stuff <laughs> you know like friend are you okay it's like yeah no i enjoy that kind of stuff right but i think for me this year i'm really learning that um a response for me is really important and it's important for me to marinate on that response um it is not important for me to respond immediately because that's also a representation of my fear of time um girl i'm learning so much okay i know it's you know it seems a little intense but i'm learning so much about my relationship with time my relationship with my ideas alone so like even with ideas like not even just like responding to people on instagram but like responding to myself um one of the things that they recommend or like habits that they recommend is re like if you have an idea um and you want to know if it's a good idea or if you should act on it or when you should act on it um just kind of say it out loud so for example um should I create a course for six people, um, summer 2023, yes or no? And that's it, you know? I know that sounds like a bunch of mumbo jumbo, but I promise you, it kind of just slows things down, you know? Like, it'll come back to you. You know, if that idea is supposed to be yours, if you're supposed to execute on that, it'll come back. Um, and I think another way that I've actually learned this is, um, with the recipe, which is my eight-week coaching program for beautypreneurs, um, and I teach marketing. Well, I especially uh, teach messaging and branding, but we do talk about marketing, right? So really, the goal is like, here's how you build a tribe, and then um, here's how you do everything after that under the sun, like figuring out who you are, your mindset, your clients, uh, basically figuring out these pieces of the puzzle and formulating a central message and pieces of the message after that, right? So I really took my time on that, um, even with the podcast. Like, So for the program, it was like, okay, these are the topics I don't want to talk about. And I'm going to write that down one day. 
Uh, and then these are the bullet points for each topic. I really just took my time and really slowed down. Um, like I said, I did that for the podcast too. So I have been thinking about, um, especially for season three, this next season coming up. Um, and if you don't know that there's a new season coming, man, you know. So for this new season, um, I have guests and like intentional guests. I've been considering having guests. I think I've wanted guests since the beginning, but the idea of having somebody on my podcast, I was just like, I don't know what that looks like. And I don't, I don't, I don't have any, like nobody's giving me advice. Um, and it's just not that serious for me to ask, right? So basically um, one day, like a couple of weeks ago, I just woke up and was like, you know, I'm going to figure out who I would like to talk to. Just their names. So I went on Instagram and found a couple of my faves. Um, a couple of people had already DM'd me like, hey, I would love for such and such to be on the podcast as well. And I'm like, okay, so we're going to just write their names down. And then the next time that I visited my computer to talk, to think about the podcast, it was to figure out the talking points for those people. Like, what is it that we're going to talk about in order to maximize their um, time on the podcast? And then nothing after that. I hadn't even reached out to these people yet, but I'm already planning and strategizing because it just helped me slow down. And I, I think for a lot of people with social media culture, it's like um, everything has to be rushed, especially content and things like that. But I feel like going forward for me, rushed does not mean right. It probably is never right. It's always going to feel like, okay, friend, you probably rushed that. Um, and that was something that I was always kind of running into that issue is like, I got to do it again. But anyways, so just kind of giving myself the grace and space to take my time um, has allowed me to find some really great people. So once I wrote their names down, I wrote their topics down and then I was like, OK, I'm going to write an email. And I couldn't even formulate the email inside of the email like like Gmail. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to take it to my notes for now because I I don't have the mental capacity. Um, I was overwhelmed. I was anxious. Like, what should I say? Oh, my gosh. Like, what if they say no? So I was just like, okay, I'm just going to write down all of my thoughts and we're just going to move on. You know, so I wrote down all of my thoughts and like what I would think somebody would want to hear or want to see in an email that's asking or requesting of them to be on the podcast. Um, I just wrote it down in my notes. Didn't send it to anybody. A couple of days later, I sent it out. Um, there were a couple of things that I learned. Number one, I needed a Zoom um, integration on Acuity so that when they go to book their um, date that they want to do the podcast together, that it's already a Zoom link attached to that, right? Um, another thing is making sure to actually give them the podcast. And I, I, I figured all that out because I actually sent it to one of my friends first. Well, I actually did one on the podcast, but I trusted her opinion. And I'm like, she'll probably tell me if some, you know, some shit is not right. So she did, of course. And I was like, okay, great. Boom. So now I have the full recipe on how to email these people, what to say, um, and the layout. So now I'm just like copy paste, you know? Um, and this will actually go into another one of my points, right? Well, that will get too soon. Um, but with all of that, you know, I think for me, it's like, I'm figuring it all out from scratch. And obviously I could have looked that up online, but I think experience still teaches you more in a way that even if I looked it up online, I probably would have still had questions, right? 
I probably would have still been overwhelmed by the acts. Like, yeah, I have the information, but I need to do it. So um, that just reminds me to kind of give myself a lot of grace and gratitude, which is number two. Uh, because I said, like I said, I'm literally doing all of this from scratch, um, from the bottom. And I was actually giving myself a really hard time about that, especially, you know, maneuvering from makeup artist to coach. It was like, I don't know if this is for me. And that was just kind of a question that I was kind of asking myself over and over and over again, um, because I was struggling and straining child, but I knew that it was impactful. I knew that it was worth it. I, I just, I felt that. And um, for some reason, me feeling like I was supposed to have it figured out just was not the case. So, you know, it clicked for me that I was starting a entirely new business. Like, what would possess me to do that, number one? But I was like, you know, when I was becoming a makeup artist, like that first year of being a makeup artist or becoming a makeup artist, yeah, I probably had the same exact thoughts, but I'm in a new business now. So it just feels like I don't know what I'm doing. And that part is okay. It's okay, you know, because I'm figuring it out just like everybody else. Um, even though it looks like, it appears as if, you know, I have it all figured out. I don't. You know, that's just the facts. I don't have it all figured out. And nobody does. Nobody ever has it all figured out. Some people may have some answers, but nobody has it all figured out. Um, like I said, even if I Google, you know, um, I'm still going to have questions and the act of it is still going to be a mystery unless I get it done. So even if I ask everybody in the world, like, how do I start this podcast with guests? How do I coach? How do I do this? Which obviously I did have a coach that helped me pivot, but it, Again, the act is what's more important and figuring that part out. So um, for me, it's like, you know, I really did uh, prioritize or had to learn how to prioritize grace and gratitude and just being grateful for my ability to pivot so effortlessly. Um, that may not be everybody's truth and I, I have to stand really proud in that. And I'm grateful for my ability to do that. But I'm also um, learning how to give myself a lot more grace um, in this season and the next and everyone after that, um, especially with like, you know, menstrual things like periods, PM, you know, PMS. Um, so next year I'll actually be doing something called cycle syncing. Um, which just kind of means like, okay, this week you are in the luteal phase and it basically tells you, okay, here's the kind of foods you need to be eating. Here's the kind of workouts you need to be doing. Here's a, here's how you need to be operating in work slash business, whatever that looks like. Um, and that is so pivotal for me because I feel like prior to maybe September, maybe October, Prior to October of 2022, I was like, I'm just going to work through the pain. You know, I'm just going to work through it. And I think that, again, like your ability to produce something great is based off your ability to slow down. And I always just kind of felt like I didn't have time to slow down. What if, what if I stopped? What would happen to my business? Um, especially because it is in this new space in this new territory like I don't, I don't know what I'm doing so if I stop what happens and I learned over and over and over again that um I have 
such great consistency that the moment that I do go missing, like go missing from social media or um, communicate that I won't be available to my clients, they're like, oh, okay, girl, like you have a good, you have a good time on your trip or you have a good time um, wherever you get some rest. You know, like there's a level of, I know Terry's going to be back. And I, I do love and appreciate that from all of my people um for extending grace to me you know this year has been such a learning curve even though i, I started last year i feel like this year really kind of just set the tone for me um and that is number two okay so let's get into number three eat the ugly toe first this is some advice that somebody gave to me recently that i realized that i had already been doing in 2022 eat the ugly toe first just means like um you're going to do the hardest thing first because after that every step after that will just feel a lot more smooth um easier if anything right so um kind of like with the podcast it's just like i was overthinking just who i wanted why i wanted them what were we going to talk about and i heard i had already mapped all of those things out so now it's like okay now you just got to email them like that is technically the easiest part you know i didn't have to go i mean i did do the search um for who i wanted but once that was done it just made it a whole lot easier but i think eating the ugly toad first is maybe the hardest part for a lot of people because again the act of it um i can strategize i can write all my goals down i can do this i can do that but are you um making way for execution um and i feel like the best way to do that is just by sitting down figuring it out and then making sure to put action behind that and that's one of the things that i focus on in my group coaching program as well it's like you need to be making sure that things are happening you know like it, instead of just downloading a lot of information which is what i see a lot of people do um you also need to be working you know um, getting the experience so that you can um, know a lot, but also be the best, right? So eat the ugly toe first. Uh, I know that's going to be one of the ones that y'all really take into 2023 because it's definitely one of the biggest ones for me because I feel like it's so easy to harp on the hardest part, um, not realizing that everything after that is smooth. So if you can just do this thing, Let's make it easy, friend, you know, um, and that it is what it is, you know, eat the ugly toe first and then you'll get through it. Uh, next is getting help, reaching out. And the last one, they kind of go hand in hand. So talking about your plans. So a lot of the help that I get is because I talk about my plans. It's because I talk about what I know and talk about what I have coming up and telling my friends like, oh girl, I have this thing that I'm doing. And I do that because I, number one, I don't believe anybody can steal anything from me. Um, even if you stole the idea, the execution ain't gonna be the same. And that's okay. You know, I've literally had an idea, like I had an idea for um, a branding eight week coaching program called making the brand. And this was like a couple years ago. And I was just like, I don't know what to do with this. I don't think I can execute on this right now. So I just was like, Hey, Lauren, I was a good friend of mine. I was like, do you um, want this idea? Um, I'd already mapped out all eight weeks. Um, I'd done a lot of work, but I just didn't have the capacity or the know how at that time. And she did. So I was like, here you go. You can make that happen. 
kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, you know, like talking about what you want to do is a great way to get help from people. Um, and I think another thing is just being able to accept or receive the help because I feel like a lot of people want to be really strong. One thing about me, friend, I am not strong. Um, I mean, in some instances, I do like to be the strong black woman, um, just because I feel like, you know, nobody can do it like me. But even then, it's like you still need help. Um, you and I think help for some people is negative in the way that it's talked about. It's like, oh, you couldn't do that on your own. But no, it's not that I couldn't do it on my own. It's just that I can do it better now because. Monica helped me. It's because I had Brie help me. It's because I had Kimley help me. It's like I have now a team of people, like Power Rangers, you know, instead of just being like by myself and executing all of these grand ideas. And I think for a lot of people, because we start on our own, because we start by ourselves, everything after that feels like the Lone Ranger. Like we have to execute everything by ourselves. And that is what's most scary, you know, like the lack of time because of the fact that you feel like you have to do it all by yourself. So you don't realize like how mindset really does play a big role in who you are and how you operate. So, you know, not being able to see that you have help may be perpetuating lack in other places of your life. So I think for me, it's like, if I can accept this help, then I could probably be on top of the world, you know, because all of your access to opportunity is lateral, of course. I know you guys know that. So if um, Brie can help me get to such and such and help me, you know, get in this room and Carmen can help me do this and put me in this space, um, those are things that I couldn't do by myself, you know? So receiving the help, um, reaching out, asking, just asking questions. Like um, I text uh, my good friend Monica yesterday after I completed the new, uh, the revamp of the intro. And I was like, hey, what do you think? And I'm going to read it because it is funny. Um, she, and I don't know if I'm going to put it on this one or not, but y'all will see, obviously, before y'all even get to this part of the um, conversation. She said, I'm definitely going to be tossing my ass when this intro comes on. Love it. I keep replaying it. Definitely needs a disclaimer because someone will instantly want to toss their ass in public. <laughs> place a without place a warning on there because it's a hit. And I feel like, you know, I know that I talk about not needing validation. Um, but I think validation is really important, especially from your friends. Um, I like to say that my friends are like my chosen family, especially because, you know, I have family, but my friends are people who really do understand what I'm going through and what I'm experiencing in my business. So to have them, um, you know, just kind of like rooting for me and green lighting my ideas. You know, she could have been like, all right, Terry, that was really ass. And I really need you to go to jail. She could have said that, but that's not the case. And that's really not how she feels either. Like, I know, I also know that my friends are going to be really honest with me. And although the constructive criticism may be a little frustrating, because that's that's help too, you know, not always being nice is help. Um, so my friends not always being nice and giving me this constructive criticism is also a little like, all right, friend, I, I really asked for that. But, you know, I'm going to really take that to 
the drawing board. I'm going to rethink, you know, what I had. If, you know, my friend was like, no, nah, that's not it. Now I'm going to, you know, revamp it. Or, you know, there may be a space where I'm like, okay, well, girl, fuck you. I'm going to keep this, you know, the way it is because I do like it. And I would ask her, you know, keep asking some questions like, okay, well, if not this, then what would you have in mind? So then maybe we can meet in the middle. But for the most part, like I really do value my friends' opinions um, and I value my community's opinions. So even if it was like people from Instagram who, you know, I hadn't met in person, but I interact with them online all the time, I value their opinion um, as a suggestion, of course. So like if somebody says, hey, I want this person on the podcast or hey, I would love for you to talk about this on the podcast, I'm absolutely going to receive that and well, you know, because that's help. And I think if you can have a better perception of what help look help looks like, what it feels like, um, why you need it, then it's much easier to receive such. I know for a lot of people, it's like, um, you know, like just the idea that you have to be on your own. Like you don't, you don't have to be self-taught. You know, I, I know that that's something to really brag on. Like I did this by myself. You know, um, I was self-taught too, you know, at the beginning, but I realized very quickly that if I want to get to Michelle Obama, if I want to get to the Marseille Martins, if I want to get to the Carrie Hilsons and the Beyonce's, I cannot be self-taught and I can't be self-taught, you know, when it just comes to makeup, because I also need to make sure that I got my business shit together. Like that also needs to be a priority for me because otherwise it's just going to um, kind of leave me stagnant. And again, like the more people you know, the more people you interact with, the better off you are as far as making things happen. So just to recap, right, the things that I learned in 2022 are number one, responding to things, um, giving myself grace and gratitude. Number three, eat the ugly toad first. Number four, get hope, reach out and ask. And number five, talk about your plans. Um, and then the last thing I'm going to say is just that when people see you making strides, they want to help you. When they already see that the wave is moving, um, I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again, that, you know, my dad would always tell me that um, people don't hop on a wave until it's already moving. So you got to you got to trust the wave. And you got to trust the wave even more because it's your wave. Like, you are the wave kind of thing. Like, you're the one that's making these strides in this uh, space and you're the pioneer. So really give yourself, you know, the, the credits or whatever. Um, but with that being said, you have to be the validator first. You have to be the, the green lighter first. Uh, and then once it takes off, once the wave really hits, you know, people will hop on, they will uh, trust you, trust the wave, and they will do their best to um, make sure that you keep going. You know, that's that's what, like, even, like, when you go to get venture capital, um, like, money that aids you in taking this business to the next level, the goal is not for you to just stop getting venture capital after that. It's so that you can keep getting more venture capital. 
they don't invest in you unless they already see that you're making great strides in your business, which is why they ask you, like, what are your numbers? Um, like, how many customers do you have a year? Um, how do you plan to scale? They ask you those things because they want to know how they can best help you and how their help will aid you and get you to the next person who can help you go further after that. So these are really uh, some pivotal things that I've learned in 2022. Uh, I feel like January 20... I was going to say January 2022, I was a completely different person, but September 2022 versus now, I was a completely different person and am a completely different person because I just feel like there is no reason for me to stay the same, number one, but also when life gives you lemons, you definitely have to make lemonade. So yeah, I mean, I just feel like at some point you have to... um, create space for yourself to grow and become and that's kind of just what i'm doing it's just like creating space for myself to grow and i I want you to do the same thing so i appreciate you guys for listening to this episode and i will talk to you guys later cheers (laughs) you keep it up girl you're killing the motherfucking game but i don't even gotta say it because you already know that